0: Understanding why obesity is a risk factor for cancer. Cancer can be caused by genetic mutations or epigenetic alterations, which are changes to the way DNA is processed rather than to the DNA itself. And more specifically, oxidative stress and consequent reactive oxygen species. However, the molecular mechanisms by which this occurs are not well understood. Dr. Alicia Bollig-Fisher from Wayne State University School of Medicine in Michigan is studying these processes and paving the way for the development of novel cancer therapeutics. DNA methylation and cancer Many people will be familiar with the concept that cancer is caused by DNA mutations. When DNA is damaged and its structure is altered, the process of protein synthesis via transcription and translation is altered. This can either mean that the genes are expressed and the resultant proteins are faulty or that the wrong amount of protein is produced. Through complex molecular mechanisms, the eventual result can be a tumor. However, a lesser-known aspect of cancer formation is the field of epigenetics. This is the process by which the way a cell reads the DNA and a gene is expressed is altered, rather than the DNA itself. Whereas DNA mutation is permanent, and epigenetic modification can be reversed, this is a vital part of normal cell function because it helps to control healthy gene expression. One important example of epigenetics is DNA methylation, the addition of a methyl group onto a base of the DNA. Often, this silences or represses the gene, meaning that it is not expressed at all or is expressed at a lower level and less protein is produced from it. This usually occurs on CPG islands, which are areas of DNA where there's a high concentration of cytosine nucleotides followed by guanine nucleotides. CPG islands are usually found just before the beginning of a gene at the transcription start site. Therefore, when a CPG island is methylated, the adjacent gene is silenced. Although this is a normal part of protein production, when it goes wrong, it can have serious consequences. If a tumor suppressor gene is silenced due to methylation or a CPG island is altered and consequently oncogenes are activated, this can lead to cancer. Despite extensive volumes of existing research into cancer epigenetics, there's still much more work to be done. Dr. Alicia Bolig fisher from Wayne State University School of Medicine in Detroit, Michigan, carries out dedicated research into the molecular and genetic reasons for how cancer develops. In addition to clarifying these underlying mechanisms, her work could help to give insight into novel therapies for cancer. Triple Negative Breast Cancer One specific cancer that doctor Bolig Bollig-Fisher is interested in is called triple-negative breast cancer, a type of breast cancer that presents in around 15-20% to of new patients. Characterized by lack of expression of the genes for HER2, estrogen, or progesterone receptors, triple-negative breast cancer cannot be treated by standard hormone therapies or anti-HER2 therapies. Specific subtypes of this cancer can unfortunately be extremely difficult to treat. For many types of cancer, including breast cancer, a methylation event known as 5-MC is well researched. This epigenetic modification occurs when a methyl group is added to a cytosine base on its fifth carbon atom. The slight alteration of the addition of a hydroxy group to the methyl group creates a different molecule called 5-HMC. Once thought to be an unimportant oxidation event, new research and improved techniques have shown it to be more interesting. Unlike most methylation occurrences like 5-MC, 5-HMC is associated with increased gene expression. Therefore, Dr. Bullock-Fisher made this the focus of one of her studies. She and her team scanned the available literature on 5-HMC and hypothesized that it regulates the expression of genes that promote cancer stem cell-like cells in triple-negative breast cancer. Cancer stem-like cells are self-renewing cells that drive tumor progression and also lead to metastasis the spreading of cancer to additional areas of the body. They believed this to be mediated by redox reduction oxidation reactions involving reactive oxygen species, ROS. They set out to find the genes that are the target for these processes, looking for those that are regulated by ROS, and therefore sensitive to antioxidants and when 5-HMC occurs associated with the gene expression changes in triple-negative breast cancer. By developing a novel approach for their experiments, Dr. Bollig-Fisher and her colleagues discovered a set of genes whereby the 5-HMC level was coordinated with the relevant gene expression changes. Critically, these genes could potentially be regulated via a selective or targeted antioxidant treatment. The Role of MBD2V2 in Breast Cancer A major risk factor for cancer is obesity, and once cancer has formed, it also often leads to poor outcomes. The theory behind this is that the adipose, fat tissue, that builds up results in an immune response in the form of local and system-wide chronic inflammation. One consequence of this is an increase in oxidative stress and ROS, which can incite breast cancer, including triple-negative breast cancer. However, the exact underlying mechanisms of this progression are unclear, and Dr. Bullock-Fisher wanted to elucidate the issue. Previous research with her team had found an important epigenetic reader, which is a protein that is vital for the maintenance and replication of cancer stem-like cells in triple-negative breast cancer. It has the rather long name of methyl-CPG-binding domain protein 2 variant 2, or MBDD2V2 for short. Because of its role in cancer stem-like cell survival, doctor Bollig Bullock-Fisher believed it to be a key component in triple-negative breast cancer incidence and recurrence. She hypothesized that obesity fuels an increase in MBD2V2 expression, which promotes cells to turn into cancer-stem-like cells. Tests using obese mice and lean control mice with triple-negative breast cancer tumors confirmed her theory. The tumors of the obese mice had much higher levels of MBD2V2 in addition to another protein called serine- and arginine-rich splicing factor 2, SRSF2. Tumors also appeared more frequently in obese mice. When the genes for SRSF2 were knocked down, removed from the mice, they could no longer make the protein. The side effect was that MBD2V2 expression also decreased, and in turn, cancer stem-like cells also diminished within the tumors. Dr. Bolig-Fisher says this provides evidence for a new mechanism of cancer progression that is initiated by obesity. A majority of triple-negative breast cancer patients are overweight or obese, which emphasizes the need to understand what lifestyle changes will help these patients in addition to what pharmacological interventions could be useful. Further proteins involved in breast cancer Delving further into triple-negative breast cancer, Dr. Bolig-Fisher conducted another study linking 5-HMC with obesity. The epigenetic event of 5-HMC is brought about by an enzyme called tet-methylcytosine-dioxygenase, tet1. Although it's an important enzyme to maintain embryonic stem cells, it's not well understood how and why it can support cancer stem-like cells. This has led to extensive research in this specific area from doctor Bolig Bollig-Fisher and her team. They found that hydrogen peroxide and ROS regulates the SRSF2 needed for MBD2V2 activity. This supports the idea that obesity leads to cancer due to inflammation, an increase in ROS, and then higher SRSF2 expression. Additionally, another protein of interest called TAR-DNA binding protein was put into the mix after investigations. TET1 upregulates TAR binding protein via 5-HMC, and therefore SRSF2 is upregulated to promote cancer stem-like cells. Furthermore, in a brand new discovery, they reported that dysregulation within triple-negative breast cancer cells allows hydrogen peroxide to form signals that increase the levels of TET1. The team found this is more severe in obese patients, which further clarifies why obesity is a risk factor for this type of cancer. As with the previous research, this new understanding could be utilized to advance prevention and treatment strategies for triple-negative breast cancer. Different risks of prostate cancer In further studies, Dr. Bullock-Fisher shifted her focus to prostate cancer. African-American men are much more likely to be diagnosed with the disease compared to European-American men, and they're also at higher risk of dying from it. She and her team used tissue samples from prostate cancer patients for their research, and they made some interesting discoveries. In the African American patients, the tissue adjacent to their tumors overexpressed a pro inflammatory signaling molecule called interleukin 6, IL 6, in comparison to the European American patients. Even though IL 6 is an immune molecule with wide reaching roles, the team found that it inhibited the expression of the tumor suppressor P53. The additional IL-6 also promoted cancer cells to self-renew and was associated with prostate cancer cells becoming stem-like. As with the breast cancers she studied, these cancer stem-like cells were encouraged by MBD2V2, whose expression had been elevated by the excess IL-6. This continually expanding knowledge of the mechanisms behind cancer incidence and recurrence will help Dr. Bullock-Fisher and many other scientists to develop novel, targeted treatments. Hopefully, this will result in more positive outcomes for patients, regardless of gender or ethnicity.